The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. He said to them, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread and forgive us our sins. For we ourselves forgive everyone in debt to us. And do not subject us to the final test. And he said to them, Suppose one of you has a friend to whom he goes at midnight and says, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread. For a friend of mine has arrived at my house from a journey, and I have nothing to offer him. And he says in reply from within, Do not bother me. The door has already been locked, and my children and I are already in bed. I cannot get up to give you anything. I tell you, if he does not get up to give the visitor the loaves because of their friendship, he will get up to give him whatever he needs because of his persistence. And I tell you, ask and you will receive. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. And the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. What father among you would hand his son a snake when he asks for a fish, or hand him a scorpion when he asks for an egg? If you then, who are wicked, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? The Gospel of the Lord. Several weeks ago, I was visiting a family that I'm very good friends with, and I was sitting in their living room with the the husband and the wife, and we were just talking and just catching up on on our lives. And one of their little girls, whose name is Abby, I think she's five years old, she came into the living room and she asked her father, She said, Daddy, let's play hide-and-go-seek. And so the father says, well, sure, honey, you go and hide, and I'll count to ten, and I'll come looking for you. And so off she goes, and the father is counting, and then all of a sudden he gets to ten, and he, he starts looking for her throughout the house. He opens closet doors, He looks under beds, and as soon as he's about to get close to her, to where she's hiding, 
she all of a sudden jumps out. She comes out of her hiding place and literally throws herself into her father's arms. And she says with the biggest smile, here I am, Father. Here I am. And so he hugs her and he puts her down. He comes back to the living room. We continue our conversation. And about two minutes later, Abby comes back again for another round of hide-and-go-seek. And basically, this goes on the whole afternoon. And every single time, as he, as her father is about to get close to where she is hiding, she does the same thing. She comes out of hiding and just jumps into her father's arms. And she says, here I am, Daddy. Here I am. And when I was driving home, I was thinking to myself, not only just how adorable and precious that was, but I was thinking to myself, isn't this what our relationship with God is supposed to look like? Isn't this what prayer is supposed to look like? To have such a trust, such a delight in God, such a joy in being found, that we come out of hiding and run into his arms and say, here I am, Father. Here I am. I didn't need to ask that little girl why she always came out of hiding when her father came close. I knew the reason simply by looking at her smile and listening to her laugh. She came out of hiding because she knew her father was looking for her. And she wanted to be in his arms. She knew and believed that her father loved her. And that the best place to be is not alone, but with him. Do we know and believe that God, our Father, who loves us, is looking for us? And that the best place for us to be is in his arms? That's really easy to tell other people that. But do we believe it for ourselves, personally? In the gospel today, when the the disciples asked Jesus to teach them how to pray, the first word that Jesus says to them to instruct them in a life of prayer is the word, Father. Yes, it is part of the 
how to pray. But more importantly, Jesus is teaching them that before they can know how to pray, they must know who it is that they are praying to. For the simple reason that knowing who God is will greatly affect not only how they pray, but how they relate to God and how they live their life with Him. It is the difference between a life of hiding and a life of running into our Father's arms. Over the years, I have listened to many people talk about their prayer life and just their relationship with God in general. And it's interesting because, do you know what the most common thing I say to people, or the most common thing that I have to remind people of? I oftentimes have to say, stop being so spiritual. Oftentimes, we can convince ourselves that in order to come into contact with God or to have any sort of relationship with Him, that there's a special formula that we need to follow or a a secret handshake that we need to learn. That maybe if if I just sit the right way or think the right thoughts or have a particular experience, then I can encounter God. Then my relationship with God will be validated. And sometimes when I challenge people on this, they sometimes claim that, well, these things are part of my spiritual life. And I'm always like, That's not the spiritual life. That's a self-centered life. Certainly, we must do our part in prayer. However, prayer, relationship with God, is not a performance. God is not handing us a report card, thank God, after every time of prayer or after every liturgy or after every retreat. Ultimately, as Jesus is reminding us today, prayer is a relationship of love with God who reveals himself to be a father whose love and goodness we cannot even comprehend. To illustrate this today, Jesus gives us two obvious examples to try and convince us of this truth. What father among you would hand his son a snake when he asks for a fish, Jesus says? Or hand him a scorpion when he asks for an egg? 
The obvious answer to that is none. None of us would do that. Jesus uses these examples to reveal to us more deeply the love and the goodness of God the Father by simply reminding them that if they are good to their own children, how much more will God the Father be towards us, his children? There is no suggestion at all from Jesus in this gospel or in the gospels in general that prayer and our relationship with God is a performance, that it's something we just have to get right. I'm convinced that most of our problems and most of our struggles with God and prayer are the result of us forgetting who it is we are in relationship with and who it is we are praying to and believe in. Our relationship with God is not meant to be complicated. That little girl, Abby, who I mentioned in the beginning, because she believes so deeply in her father's love for her, she comes out of hiding and throws herself into his arms. If we pray and live our life with God like that, we will never have to figure out how to do anything. Because we will be in the arms of God, our Father, who will and is leading us, guiding us, and making known to us everything that is necessary.